Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode for the Pugilistic Classics Podcast. This is episode number three. I'm your host, Dan Albert of the Fight Site. Some of you may know me as that overly meticulous weird guy on Twitter who posts weird rants of all the crazy people he encounters on a daily basis. That or be an incredibly pretentious, condescending over-explainer. You know, one or, one or more of those things. Um, anyways, so this is kind of going to be a bit of an interesting episode because I was unable to get a co-host with me. Typically, uh, Tuman would be my co-host. He is unfortunately preoccupied because he is the only person on this team who has a worse sleep schedule than I do. And insomnia, I know better than anyone, is not an enjoyable experience. So I hope he gets some must- yeah, sorry, much needed rest. Um, I also think this is a good time to mention that, so for this podcast, I know I've been doing boxing classics, and that's not going to really change on this one, but I, I also want to mention that, because I probably did a poor job establishing this in previous episodes, that for this podcast specifically, there will also be classics of other combat sports. Because our site has been very MMA content produced, I want to give other sports the chance to get some leverage or just discussion going. So it won't just be boxing, it'll attempt to have some kickboxing and Muay Thai classics that you've maybe never seen before, maybe some tournaments or maybe some highlights of some tournaments, who knows. Um, just want to keep the ball rolling and give some other things some time in the spotlight, you know. Um, I So I may have different people on with me for recording these, I don't know who. But we'll we'll keep you posted on that because um, you know wa- watching fights is why we watch well a lot of these things to begin with um, and nothing's more fun than watching a competitive great fight. So today today's going to be an interesting episode because I'm on my own and I haven't fully made a decision on this yet, but I may be doing two fights and they're kind of interesting because. I'll, I'll start with the first one that I'm definitely going to watch. So this is going to be a, a bit of a weird one because it, it's what you call a closet classic. So a closet classic is basically something that's really, really unknown. I have been, in my spare time, finding tons of these over the last um, month or two, discovering ones that you've maybe never seen before. And uh, this one was actually on my list to watch for a while, and I just haven't watched it yet, so you get to see kind of my first time reaction to this one, and you can follow along the video should you find it. Um, this fight in question is interesting because not only is it really, really unknown, but it's also one of the weirdest I've ever seen. So it is, um, I don't know the weight class, and I think it's for a title or just a regional title in, um, Unfortunately, the country slips my mind. Um, I should find this, or else Kyle's going to kill me. Kyle is rolling in his grave, but he gave up on combat sports writing, so uh, fuck him. Anyways, um, the fighting question is, believe it or not, between two brothers. And I'm not talking like, oh no, these two are loosely related. No, 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 I'm talking like actual legitimate fucking brothers, (laughs) flesh and blood. They even look really similar. Um... And I am going to butcher these names. I apologize ahead of time. Their names are Kazuo Eguchi and Katsuiki um, Eguchi. Um, I I think um, watching this fight, uh, I, I, I'm really bad with names. Personally, if maybe you've not caught that, but I'll do my best to 
navigate that. Um, anyways, I've never seen this fight before. If you want to follow along with me, I will be watching it on YouTube. Um, you can find it on YouTube. The full title is exactly the names I just gave you. Um, Kazuo Aguchi versus Katsuiki Aguchi. Uh, the last name is E-G-U-C-H-I. Um, and the YouTube account associated with this video is Dimdim. Um, it is a 31 minute long video with a little over that. I will be starting at the 3 minute 40 second mark. And I am going to do this totally blind. Um, I don't know the result. I don't know what these two guys look like as fighters. Um, and I, I don't even know if I'm going to be doing any like tech analysis. Maybe just watching to enjoy. If I see some cool things, I'll talk about it. But mostly, this is kind of to watch to enjoy. As for background that I was able to find on this fight, they're basically two brothers. Um, the older one, Kasuo, is a southpaw. He's the harder puncher and the way more experienced one. Uh, but the other one is no slouch himself, and apparently this is a very, very good fight. So if you want to go ahead and pull it up on your browser or pause the recording, go ahead and do that, and I will get ready to start. So as soon as I say go, I want you to start the video at the 3 minute 40 mark, and I will let you know as soon as the first round starts in case you found a different uh, video and whatnot. So without further ado, let's get started in 3, 2, 1, go. Okay, so I'm looking at the two brothers' records, actually. So the one you're looking at right now is the older one, Kazuo, the more experienced and more powerful one. He is, um, it looks like 10-3 and three going into this, um, and his brother is 10-4, and four, I, I think. Let me see. Um, yeah, the, the other, um... The other thing is, uh, so this is for the Japanese minimum weight title, so the 105-pound belt, too. Okay, so Kazuo, the one you're looking at um, in the purple trunks, is 24. This is the younger one, Katsuiki, who is 21 in a few weeks after this fight. So, um, big 21st birthday, you know. Yeah, it looks like this is uh, June 5th, 1993. Coolio. <laughs> okay, so here's how you can really tell these two really don't like each other as brothers, because everyone knows sibling rivalry is really important. They can't even look at each other. Ridiculous. I don't think these two are actually brothers. Everyone knows brotherly hatred is part of, you know, the the reason you fight and beat the shit out of your brother. In all seriousness, though, I, I realize uh, we don't talk about, like, the experience of fighting a lot, but probably fighting your, your sibling in the ring, an already stressful experience, has to be a really intense thing, you know. So no wonder they felt probably uncomfortable during the stare. Um, okay, so we're at the 241 mark. Uh, Katsu... 
Iki is already looking to pressure to faint to the body to set up upstairs and pressure. I like uh, Kasuo's ability to like, use hooks already, like positioning his head underneath to kind of smother him, and then immediately go into the body. Like Taking advantage of that posture is pretty key. Hey. Yeah, that's the what Kasuo just did a second ago is like, so Katsuiki's been mostly using a guard, guard, and it's kind of static. So as long as you're touching a high guard consistently, you can eventually open it up. Oh dang! I mean, that's a surprise with like a high guard. It allows you like just get those hooks really going. Like it's a tight shell, but like you can really surprise once you get close. Yeah. Katsuiki's probably going to get caught because he's throwing himself off balance, but his like upper body movement's really messing with Kasuo a bit. Yeah, they're going at it right from the get-go. Yeah, he's figuring out like the uppercuts Kasuo is. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, it, this is a, a lot of stuff's happening right now between these two. Like, they, it's still really feeling out, but it's like both guys are having a, so much success against each other. Yeah, ooh, nice hook, punishing him for moving. Yeah, it's just when, like, both guys stand still, like, Kasuo is able to really, like, control things. Like, he kind of has to be going backwards for Katsuiki to kind of tag him. Yeah, it's like, when it, when, oh, Jesus. Ow. I couldn't tell if that was a body shot or an attack upstairs. I'm pretty sure it was a body shot, but yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, whenever they were standing still, like, Kasuo is, like, the superior hitter, and that just shows. Oh, yeah, he's going after that body. He knows. It's probably the body. Yeah, so it's, like, Katsuiki's really lowering. That's nice. So the high guard, like, allows you to, like, cover up center, but, like, if you hit around it, it's easy. And so he's manipulating that to hit upstairs now. Yeah, he has to be careful of those counter hooks if Katsuiki pivots. Oh, there we go. That's what I Oh, shit. He rocked him. Yeah, that's what happens. You got to be careful that proximity. This is a wild round already. Wow. Yeah, I don't really like how Katsuiki's kind of going to the body like that. Um, like instead, Ed, he should probably mix up his attack because he's kind of throwing his hooks a little bit awkward, and it's going to throw him off balance. That's why like Kasuo was kind of able to recover. Yeah, great round. Great round. But yeah, it it's kind of weird because it's like, it's it's already a barn burner, but it's got to be so kind of surreal to fight someone that, you know, I, I don't know what these two's relationship is, but like fighting your own brother, <laughs> got to be awkward regardless. Yeah, I think this is the knockdown right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, that was like, yeah, that was like to the solar plexus. Oh, that, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah, if you've ever taken a body shot down there, yeah, that's exactly what happens, especially a good one. Okay, so round two's about to start, so... Curious to see what happens now. So yeah, right back to it, like, pressuring. And we got some early, like, hand fight. That hasn't happened before. Okay, so Katsuiki's doing some different stuff. Like, he's mixing in, like, the at double attack off of his rear hand to the body and whatnot. Yeah. 
Kasuo's kind of doing a bit more of what he did working around that guard. Oh, Jesus! Oh, holy shit. Ooh, yeah, he does he doesn't look quite there. Yeah, he got yeah, that lead hook is the like uh open stance killer. Yeah, especially in like this matchup, like those counter hooks are huge for Katsuiki. Oh yeah, that's nice. Like attack the body, like mix it up, like manipulate the guard and then go downstairs. I don't like what he does up close because he kind of smothers himself. And to be fair, that's where like Kasuo really like puts his head in there to survive. So it's like he should probably attack the body more, Katsuiki. Yeah, because it's like the difference on the inside is like Kasuo. Oh, Kasuo kind of has a bit more composure, but like on the breaks like that, like he's been getting tagged. Yeah, I, I've not really seen too many brother versus brother fights. Uh, in kickboxing, there's a, a duology between uh, the Yurube brothers, and their rematch is insane. This is this is pretty crazy, too. Yeah, it's like, wh whenever Katsuiki just stands in front of him, like, the experience in using his guard to deflect shots into counters and layered exchanges kind of shows, and Kasuo kind of just tees off on him. Like, he's looking for that big shot. And to be fair, it kind of works. Cause, but, like, the more he covers up, the more he's going to let Kasuo, like, get work done. Yeah, so unless, like, his strategy is like, oh, hey, I'm going to have you throw, and then I'm going to check hook counter you. Kind of like that a moment ago. But, yeah, like, Kasuo's, like, discipline on the back foot has kind of gone away, and it's allowing, like, Katsuiki to really tee off on him. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of like the upper body feints that were maybe messing with him earlier. Hard to say. Yeah, Katsuiki's having a great round though. Like, like he's still kind of a sitting target behind that guard, but like, he's that shit happens every time. Like every that's that's been murdering Kasuo until he has an answer to that check hook. He's gonna get caught by that over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, brutal round for him. No, yeah, here it is. Th this is what I mean. So, what happens is, like, he doesn't really have, like, proactive, like, defense. So, when he enters or exits the start of these exchanges, he's going to be open. And that's what Katsuiki's looking for. So, round three is starting. Yeah, I think what might help Kasuo is something he just started doing, like hand fighting that lead hand. Oh, like keep that preoccupied, like, and then pivot around and drag um, Katsuiki into that rear hand. Because it's like if you just stand in front of him, although like he covers up, like work around him like you did earlier. Or, yeah, Kasuo is a lot more disciplined with his backwards movement right now, doing a lot of like little weaves to get out. I like that little lead uppercut, like, like, use that to kind of corral him and then immediately back off. 
a reposition. Now he's like working behind the lead hand a lot more. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's the superior combination puncher, and I think he's probably the harder hitter here. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's hard to believe this is just round three. What a fight this has been so far. Oh, God, wow. Bro. Yeah, Katsuiki's in trouble. He had to be on the front foot, and now he's getting slaughtered behind that guard until he can get a good counter or, like, back his brother off. He's going to be in trouble. He just... But, like, part of the problem is, like, Kasuo keeps positioning his head under Katsuiki's, so it's, like, that allows Kasuo to keep getting work done on the inside that Katsuiki can't do. But then the breaks happen. So, yeah. He kind of got lucky again. Ooh, nice like counter check hook there from Kasuo. Like I like I like how he's kind of like applied that lead hand more. Or don't let the other guy win like that lead hand open stance matchup. You have a lead hook too, use it. There's that static guard kind of murdering him again. Hey, he's doing the collar tie uppercuts. Nice. That, that would actually kind of be a good answer. Like, use, like, the collar tie to separate him and then, like, target him. For Katsuiki, namely. Yeah. They're... Yeah, Kasuo's getting a little too close because, like, Katsuiki's kind of so willing to engage. Um... It, it's... Yeah, it, I, I'm not too sure how this fight's gonna go. Because, oh, like, the margin for error is really, really sh small for them right now. Yeah. Kasuo is feeling the pace, though, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kasuo is honestly more uncomfortable of the two right now, but I think he's kind of slowly getting control of it. It's just, the question is, like, the pace and, like, who's gonna get caught first, really, again. So both guys have been down, both guys have gotten hurt consistently. Like, it, it kind of feels like a coin flip how this is going to go. It's really, really chaotic. Nah, yeah, there he is. Like, he's using the lead uppercut to draw him in. Drawing him in and then dragging him into that lead hand counters. Yeah, Katsuiki's starting to use his jab a little bit to disrupt rhythm and to affect that backwards move in. Now he's got him against the ropes again. Ooh, there's the brakes. Another counter uppercut. Working that guard. There we go. Counter hook. Lee, there's that's exactly what he should do like parry that lead hook with the lead hand and then start working that guard again and like if you have to engage with him that's exactly what he should do oh damn ooh that that body shot dude They've been ripping each other's ribs up in this fight, like, genuinely. Like, some sickening body work. Kasuo felt that one a bit. 
Like he's a he's uncomfortable again. That last body shot really bothered him. Yeah, it, it, the thing is like th there's like different degrees of toughness. It's like taking headshots you can le eventually learn to manage this, but like taking body shots like the first uh, few times you feel that there's like nope. So it's like Seeing some of the shots these guys take, and, and even in some fights in general, is like, damn. Yeah, and you were, because you usually want to quit when, like, you're hit hard to the body, trust me. Yeah, it still kind of feels like some things, ooh, Katsuiki got rocked. Uh, static guards killing him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's getting tagged a lot more. Like, his guard isn't that dynamic. It's just very, very static, and he doesn't pair with upper body movement. So it's what allows, like, Kasuo to do things like this. Like... Yeah, so, like, against someone who wants to counterhook, like, turning them, and then working around their guard is going to preoccupy them. Okay, yeah, Katsuiki is kind of in a bit of a pickle right now. Oh, damn. Yeah, he tough, though. Katsuiki's got to be careful of burning all that energy. Hey, like, he's going to get caught. Like, he was already, like, gasping for air earlier. So it's like he's got to be a little careful about his energy management. Here. Oh, Yeah, both of them are tired, though. The pace of this fight has been, to be fair, ridiculous, but it's like, yeah, both of them are feeling it. Katsuiki is, too. I've been talking about Kasuo, but, yeah, Katsuiki has to be feeling it, too. Yeah, great fight, though. Okay, so here we go. Round five has started, and Katsuiki back on the pressure. Ooh, nice. Like, mixing up the rear or attack again. Kasuo's jab at work again. Little upper body movements to pressure him. Ooh, nice, that liver shot. Yeah, there's the infighting thing. Like, ducking below the high guard and then coming up with an uppercut. Like, use that little feint to your advantage. Yeah, problem is, Kasuo needs to get out of the corner. I mean, he's kind of like trying to rely upon his infighting advantage. I get why he does that. It's just, um, and plus like his own vulnerability on the brakes. Like, and why let this other guy come forward, you know? Um, let me see. There's something else I had to say here. Yeah, I think I've covered like the main logistics of this fight. Except like one thing, if it occurs to me, then I'll write it down. But, um. Yeah, it's... I'm not too sure how this is going to go at this point, but I think the dynamics are clear. I think Kasuo has kind of gotten control of the fight and has been for a bit. Yeah, I, I didn't like how Katsuiki, though, looked towards the end of the other round. Ooh. Yeah. Oof, yep. Yeah. yeah, there's that break again. Yeah. I neither guy has really like the same power they had earlier. Yeah. 
Kasuo is kind of just hiding it with activity. He, um, and Katsuiki is just trying to put pressure on him to attack him again. Yeah. This is definitely not the kind of fight that's built to go the, dif the distance at all. Oh, that Oza's body shots are bothering Kasuo. Yeah. Jab back in his face again. Oh, nice. Like, use the jab to, like, fake that weave and then actually weave to get out. Yeah. Great. Not, like, amazing footwork, but, like, still, like, good ideas of how to use your ring craft. Ooh. Oh, Kasuo felt that. Yeah. I don't think Katsuiki has the power he had earlier, but it's like he's constantly putting the pace on Kasuo, trying to break him. Yeah, it's kind of, um, it's, it's really just a battle of attrition at this point. I don't want to see advertising during my own boxing matches. What are you doing? I don't really have much else to add at this point. This has just been a damn good fight. I hope those of you listening in and watching are enjoying it. I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch something else after this too. Um, and that fight might be even better than this one. I, I, I'd say it is. Though I don't know how this fight's going to end. How long is this ad going? Okay, hang on. Okay, so for those of you following along, I am going to skip ahead to 2830. Okay, it's 20... No, sorry, 2532, 2533, 35, and it is the start of the sixth round, it looks like. It looks like the video is almost over, so yeah, this probably ends in a stoppage, barring some hilarious DQ. Lead hand has been like, Kasuo is like bread and butter like the moment he started using that the check hook um southpaw no sorry open stance punishments from katsuiki stopped playing a role like the jab has really really saved kasuo here oh oh yeah, he's hiding it, but he, he felt that shot. Gotta fight back, eventually. Like, the optics of it, like, he's still kind of hiding it, but, like, he felt those. He's The thing is, like, whenever he does get hurt, Katsuiki just kind of, like, digs in again and tries to come forward.
Oh. Yeah. That was really risky what Kasuo just did. But can't blame him for trying. Jesus. Okay, okay. Well, I guess, like, throwing, like, a wild punch like that eventually was going to work with Katsuiki's guard, but <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I have to imagine, though, God, it, it must be shit, like, having to... He had to knock out his own brother, too. Jesus. Dude, that must feel like... That must feel like... Devastating. Oh, man. I, I feel bad now, kind of enjoying that as much as I did, because, like, both guys are really sad. Yeah. There's, like... There's, like, something so solemn about this that, like, I didn't really expect... But it's like, it makes total sense. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's one thing for a fight that intense, but it's also just like, fuck, man, we beat the shit out of each other and I had to knock out my own brother. Don't get me wrong, though, the punch was hilarious, but like, yeah, it, it kind of bring it kind of brings like the feeling back a minute. If these two don't fucking hug in, like, two seconds, I'm gonna be so, so mad. Or they're gonna go home to the dinner table and go, like... Aww. That's... 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 That's bet It's better than nothing, but, yeah, you... Yeah, they're they're both like, yeah, fuck this, don't want to talk about it. I get it. I get it. Oh man. That's that's such that's kind of a wholesome moment though. Okay. Yeah, so um that was the Gucci brothers fight. Um what did I think? Pretty good. Really, really good fight. Um it was surprising. It was intense. Lots of attrition. Both guys kind of limited, but you know what? It was um, it was a ton of fun. You know, I I don't really have uh, a lot to complain about. I I had fun. Hope you had fun. Um, let's see. So we have. I'm kind of in the mood to watch one more. Um, and it's it's longer, but um, I was thinking since I've already been talking about um good good competition and we've talked about the Gucci brothers why don't we watch two guys with the same last name fight again but here's the good news though this one won't be as tragic because these two aren't actually related uh but so it's 1970 um so m the these two guys are named uh, Armando Ramos and Altamino Ramos 
They are not related. Again, they are not related, and they don't look related. Don't worry. Um, so it's Mondo versus Sugar Ramos, respectively. Um, I, I don't quite know these guys' backstories too well. Mondo, I, I do know, was kind of like a big star in like the late 60s for boxing and became the youngest um, lightweight champion basically in boxing history at like, I think, 21? And I should know this, but I don't. Th that's okay. Um, and his opponent, Sugar Ramos, is a veteran, uh, basically of some lower weight classes, was in some brutal wars. Um, tragically, he um, actually did lead to the death of one um, other fighter in the ring. Um, but all, both guys like have some thunder. Both guys have some flash. Both guys are willing to fight. Um, and this is, I, I think, it, so, uh, I think this is actually a bona fide number one content under fight to take on, um, oh, what's his name? I think it's, um, I think it's Laguna, who, um, is one of the better fighters in the world at this time. Let me, I want to check that before I do, but, uh, while I'm doing so, the, um, the, um, Video in question is Armando Mondo Ramos versus Altaminio Sugar Ramos. It is Boxing Fights Collection. I am going to start it at the five minute, one second mark with the same policy. Um, this is a fight I have seen before. It is honestly one of the best 10 round fights I have ever seen. It is a sensational war. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is, this I think is actually a number one contender fight for, um, Basically, um, yeah, th this is a number one contender fight to face Laguna, it looks like. So anyways, um, I'm excited to talk about this fight, because it's been a while since I've seen it, and it just happens to be a really good one. So, sit back, enjoy, and five minute, one second mark, in three, two, one, go. So, um, both guys, by the way, Mon Mondo has, like, bad scars tissue, so this fight gets bloody... Later, but yeah, it is a sensational fight. Um, I I really can't express that enough. Sh I I'm not gonna say really what happens, but um, just some wild exchanges happen. It's a constant fight. So Mondo is in the red, uh, Sugar is in the white. Yes, I'm calling them by their nicknames because if we called them, if we called them Ramos, this would be like really confusing. And we're starting out like fast right away. Yeah, so both guys kind of like are sitting at like a pocket range right away, looking to engage like kind of different applications of their late hands right away. So like this is a higher level fight than what we just saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mondo already closing that distance to put t that uh, combination work together. Yeah, Sugar's trying to jab his way in. Ooh, nice punish the level change. Yeah, it has been a while since I've seen this fight, so I don't remember every detail. Ooh, okay, yeah. You can tell, like, Sugar's experience, too. Like, different jab uh, rhythm manipulations and, like, manipulating, like, his rear hand to, like, catch Mondo's jab to counter jab. Yeah.
Oh, yeah. Nice by Mondo. Yeah, both guys are, like, manipulating the other to get inside or, like, get range. Mondo's, like, chaining combos a little bit together. Sugar's still figuring out how to get inside. Um, Sugar Ramos, by the way, a very, very physical fighter, so it makes sense that he's the one who's pressuring. It's hard to tell with the video quality, but, yeah, both guys kind of look a little red already, especially Mondo. They, it, it'll be more obvious later, because they get bloody. Yeah, Sugar's trying to, like, level change, and it's kind of allowing Mondo to work. Yeah, but Sugar's getting more aggressive now. Oh, sick. Redirections to draw him into that right. Yeah, you can tell, like, Mondo is definitely a star for a reason. Like, all action and, like, doing Flash and whatnot. Yeah, had a very active party life, though. Sugar kind of got inside to work the body towards the end. Awesome stuff. I'm half tempted, honestly, to skip the between rounds, but, um, cause, you know, I, I'm impatient, but, you know, that's okay. I don't want to, like, people who are following along to not get anything. So, we're in round two, Mondo's just threw out a jab, level changing, feints. Yeah. Yeah, Sugar's having trouble, like, putting the combinations together, but, like, upstairs... Compared to Mondo. Oh, shit. Mondo heard him. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, com speed is one of the problems. But it's also just, like, Mondo's cutting those angles and punishing the level changes. And he's just faster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vite going crazy again. Yeah. It's like, back off. Rhythm change, jab. Jab again. Yeah, Sugar working the body, though. That's been, like, the thing he had success at the end of the last round. Yeah. Like, you can kind of just tell, like, in terms of speed, like, Sugar's just not as fast. Like, more tanky. 
Oh. Yeah, Sugar's been having great success with his jab, though. Manipulating R Mondo's r rhythm to mess him up. Whereas Mondo's is more like for combinations. Sugar's is like more disruptive. Like, th that's the thing. If you're going to face some different attributes, especially speed, you got to be able to mess with their timing. McGregor's like, quote, timing and precision, yada, yada, yada. Like, it, it's genuinely a true statement. But it... But it also requires application. Yeah, Sugar's figuring out how to get inside more with the feints and whatnot. Oh, that body shot punished Mondo a bit. Always roughhouse in order to get guys off of you. Shove, of use your elbows like Floyd does. You know, oh god, did I just show for Floyd? By the way, are any of you watching Mayweather Paul? It's gonna be great! I love how Sugar like manipulates Mondo's jab with the level changes and then goes to the body. Or uses it to get in. Yeah. Yeah, Mondo started hard, Sugar's really coming on strong. <laughs> oh, awesome. Damn. They going at it. Yeah, I think this is one of my favorite ten rounders. I don't know if it's my favorite. I'd have to think about it, but um, yeah, I think it's it might be my favorite. I don't know. I've seen a lot of good fights, so like asking me to make any kind of list outside of like the top five at this point is demanding. But yeah, lo low key, this is a really really underrated fight. But it's so so good. It's so good. Yeah, there we go again. Sugar with that jab to manipulate Mondo's directions. Gets the right-handed side. I had to manipulate the jab. Oh, there's his jab again. More changes and feints. Manipulating the ring craft. Very nice. Oh, yeah, so right there he's shifting to, like, put the pressure on Mondo a lot more. All right, yeah, Sugar's really coming on strong now. Because now that he's gotten inside, like, he's the superior guy to Mondo. Mondo's faster, but it's like Sugar's the stronger guy. Yeah, faints and like changes in rhythm really, really make that difference. Mondo's still fast though, so that's kind of the problem. And Mondo's still the better combination puncher, especially at a distance. So Mondo's looking to use that lead hand. Yes, use the ref to separate. Well done. Kind of. I don't honestly know all the time if fighters actually intentionally do that I, I imagine at the upper level they do but like I, I always wonder if all fighters like know that I have to imagine maybe they do oh that right hand counter just clawed Mondo oh but Mondo comes back with some check hooks Sugar felt that ooh Mondo's busted up yeah Mondo's cut really bad Oh, damn. Yeah, whenever Sugar, like, stands straight in front of him, he's, like, privy to getting hit by Mondo's combo work. Especially when Mondo messes with his own jab. 
or draws directions to counter. Sugar's been doing a good job, like, manipulating, like, Mondo's ringcraft. It's just, like, he's forced to chase a lot, which means he's going to take a lot. Oh! Yeah, it's just Mondo's busted up. Oh, damn, nice combo. Like, fainted, like, getting inside with the jab, and, like, did a little short uppercut, then back to jab the clock. Oh! That's, that's kind of the line Sugar has to draw. He has to be ready for those counters. That's why it's really important he messes with the level changes. Oh, look at that cut on Mondo's, like, right side. All that red right there is blood. Oh, those blitzing right hands from Mondo are really shocking, Sugar. And, like, he kind of stunned him again. Damn. Sick, sick fight so far. Yeah, and we still got seven rounds to go. Crazy. Yeah, and that's not a good cut on Mondo either, so he's going to have to have a cut to contend with against a guy who, like, is exceptionally, like, kind of powerful as a hitter. And, like, has kind of those clubbing sort of hooks, you know? Alright, so round four has started. There, there Mondo kind of did what he did towards the end of the last round. Like, faint to get inside and, like, manipulate, like, short little uppercuts. Sugar kind of covered up, like, getting in close, like, shelled up, so it didn't really work that well. Yeah, both guys are a little gun-shy, like, trying to figure out each other again, so they're kind of resetting. Because, like, Mondo kind of surprised him with shit like that, so it's like Sugar's kind of afraid of, like, committing. But, like, Mondo doesn't want Sugar to come in on the inside on him. Either, so he has to be careful. So, once again, it's kind of a battle of the jabs again. Yeah. So, Sugar's been using ifs and, like, uh little like dips down to like manipulate Mondo's rhythm but also to like close distance a little faster like shifts can be dangerous because you can ca be caught mid combination but it's like they're also really really fast at closing the distance if you have the right idea uh, for good shifts Marvin Hagler is the guy <laughs> yeah so Sugar is anticipating Mondo's like like lead right like step in right I'm looking to counter it with his own right now so Mondo's back to manipulating that guard. Nearly gets countered.
I haven't really been scoring this fight. Um, most people usually give it to Mondo. I always think it's closer than that. I don't. I think it's either a draw or a close Mondo win. Honestly, um, I don't really score fights that much personally. Like, I I I always like to watch what's happening in the fight more than like scoring. Though I did see an, a complete robbery the other day, though. Oh dang. Yeah. Once again, like sometimes, like in in a bit of a gunfight like this, a distance where like both guys are a little tentative, the guy who surprises first can have the advantage. But like it means like neither guy can really establish momentum that easily because like both guys guys are a little nervous. So it's kind of an initiative thing again. Whew. Yeah, there's Mondo's lead hand work again. There's not a lot to separate them here. Like, both guys trying to get things done, but not really anything's happening. Too different. Not much really to add right here. I know I've been quiet for a bit, but it's like, I think for the most part, like, the dynamic has been established. Um, mostly just here to enjoy, kind of a bit. Yeah, Mondo nearly set him up for that, like, little, like, drop step right again. Yeah. Both guys doing a lot more, like, pitching and catching as opposed to, like, getting out of the way now. Because it's like, hey, I gotta expend energy a bit. But it means, like, proximity is going to happen more, especially with, like, jabs. That darting right by Mondo is, like, consistently catching sugar, and it's, it's once again just because, like, of the initiative thing I was talking about last round, like, like, it, both guys are, like, nervous about some engagements with each other, and, like, Mondo is no longer willing to, like, run, 
and like sugar is afraid to pursue and it's like partially due to that right but that allows kind of like mondo to like mess with rhythm to hit it but because he's standing at range like sugar can also like jab him and figure out how to draw him into hooks so it's like no guy is really bound to like get a get a lead through this honestly it's really no one's fight until like other guy gets hurt or the dynamic changes i do think though at distance mondo might have a slight advantage because he's the superior combination puncher he just has to be careful of stuff like that Commentators are saying like it's Mondo's fight. I don't think it is really like he he's probably slightly ahead on the scorecards at this point And if he's not it's close Let's put like I don't think it's his fight at all I could also individually break down every single exchange that's happening, like stream of conscious, but I, I feel like it would get repetitive, and honestly, I don't want to overwhelm you all. It's also hard to do this on my own since I'm the only talking person, but, um, you know, I, I hope at the very least I've been able to explain what's happening and show some enthusiasm. That This is a very good fight, and it, it does get better as it goes on. Again, because it, it'll heat up. It's kind of been slow again for a while. Sugar's taking more chances. They both kind of rocked each other in that exchange there. Yeah, Sugar's taking more chances of coming at him a lot more. Like, forcing that chase a bit more. Tried to, like, set up that uppercut. Oh, yeah, Sugar's brought those uppercuts in. Like, because Mondo's willing to stay in. It's like, hey, an uppercut can mess with you with the feints or, like, little shifts. Oh, damn. Yeah. Sugar kind of is a little bit static, though, when he isn't committing to head movement, so that's what allows Mondo to kind of tee off on him for a bit. Yeah, there's that jab again. Now Mondo's against the corner. And that blood's just constantly pouring. Oh, a nice uppercut counter by Sugar, like, got Mondo to, like, overextend on the inside. Now he's shifting after him again. Yeah. Sugar kind of has a hard time following up on, like, the whole, like, shifting thing. Like, he can pursue, but he can't really do anything after that. Like, he kind of has to rely upon Mondo's ringcraft falling apart. Mondo's kind of manipulating the inside with that hook to, like, kind of take advantage of passivity there. Oh, yeah, punishing Sugar off the brakes, and now Mondo's 
Like, really, really pushing... Yeah. Yes, shove him into the ropes. Be mean. Take advantage of what you have. Yeah. Just, like, this round kind of started out with Sugar kind of having good ideas, but, like... Yeah, Mon Mondo's kind of found an answer. And again, it's kind of like the speed factor, but, like, Sugar kind of catches him off guard with little, like, unorthodox things. Sugar's starting to read that jab, though. Like, reading that jab and then, like, little right hand afterwards. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, damn. Mondo got rocked a bit by that. Now he's trapped. Kind of had to clinch to get out of there. Yeah. Tides turned, like, three different ways this round. Like, like I don't really know. If I was scoring, I don't really know which way it's going. Like, like both guys have kind of had equal success. Sugar kind of hit the harder shots of the round, too. But, like, Mondo kind of had more consistent success. I don't know. Like, it, it's like... Yeah, this is why I don't score fights. I did genuinely lose track of which round we're in. I'm going to assume it's seven next. Which, if it is, seven's probably one of the like, four best rounds of the fight. Yeah, Sugar's getting inside now. Mondo was like, willing to manipulate the frame to set up like his lead hooks around Sugar, but, like, that's kind of been costing him. And those uppercuts by Sugar are, like, closing the distance. So Mondo committing to the infight's kind of getting his ass kicked at the start of this round. No, don't. Don't shove, the ref says, and then proceeds to do nothing about it. I have to suspect part of the reason Mondo's engaging is also because he's a little tired and maybe he's just trying to get some rest or trying to push the momentum back. Because he knows he can hurt Sugar. He did it earlier. Odd. Yeah. Yeah, having great success with that right into the lead. Yeah, I honestly don't know which round it is. It's either the 6th or the 7th. I honestly don't know at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Sugar stands in front of Mondo a lot and just gets him cracked. Sugar closing the distance with more uppercuts. And we got another in-fight. 
Yeah, but it's kind of just allowing sugar. Mondo's landing a lot, but like sugar's kind of timing his shots a little better. Mondo's got to be careful. He's going to get clocked. Yep, there it is. Ouch. Yeah, Mondo got hurt from that. This is round seven. I was right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Mondo's still kind of rocked from that a bit. Like, he's still kind of trying to get his bearings back. Good poker face, though. Oh. Yeah. Sugar hits him much harder than Mondo hits him. Mondo's just able to hit him a lot more because he's faster. Oh, damn. Mondo coming back. Oh. Damn. Crazy ass round. Really crazy. Yeah. Sugar had Mondo in, like, some trouble there. If you're still listening to this, I hope you haven't been watching both fights in a row, because, like, I've been recording for over an hour, and, you know, um, at some point I have to imagine I get tiring to listen to, but, um, for those of you who've stuck around or listening to this in segments, I, I appreciate it. Um, I don't actually know if the, these pods are Patreon exclusive off the top of my head, but if you're... If you're listening to this and you're not a patron, um, we only take it like three or five a month, and you can request fights for me to maybe listen to and accommodate, preferably classics. Um, but yeah, I enjoy doing these. Uh, I especially like doing them with more people, but I, I can probably hold my own. I think I've done okay. I think. I don't know. Yeah. It's also late, so I'm a little tired. Long day, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're in round eight. Um, same dynamic. Sugar really pressing Mondo back. I'm kind of surprised the doctor hasn't like stopped it to look at that cut on Mondo because it is a lot worse than it's showing. Weirdly, weirdly enough, the dynamics in terms of like what they're doing strategically hasn't like changed too much. In this fight, it kind of just turns into a war. Oh, that jab by Sugar. Yeah, it's still just the same earlier. Mondo's jab is better at chaining combos. Sugar's jab is, like, better at disruptions.
<laughs> yeah, Mondo, Mondo kind of just resorts in the corner to just jabbing a bunch. And, like, it, it's kind of getting him, like, in trouble consistently. Stop slipping on my thing, you idiot. I was... I love sassy refs, honestly. It's, well, yeah. Damn... Yeah, what's it? Oh god, what's his name? I think it's Steve Willis. I love Steve Willis, the ref. <laughs> Expressive refs are just really funny. I I wish every ref had a personality, except Bayless. Bayless sucks. Bayless is Bayless is like, no, you're not allowed to fight on the inside ever. Terrible ref. Uh he's so bad. Like. Yeah, imagine if he refed like Taylor Progray, like he would ruin that. He would have ruined that fight. Though he is hilariously kind of responsible for, for Taylor realizing how to use the ref to kind of like drop Ramirez with that uppercut. So it's it, it balances out in some ways, you know, if you know what you're doing. That's that's something I just wish, like in in modern boxing, like guys were allowed to fight on the inside more. But you know. Yeah. This has been a damn good fight, though. Oh, yeah. Just as good as I remember. Um, yeah. Yeah, I recall this round, the ninth, being one of my favorite rounds, too. Like, uh, I think, like, the crazy rounds are, like, two, three, seven, nine. So, yeah, this should be one of the better rounds of the fight. Uh, so Sugar has been catching that, like, j jab on his right hand. He's been doing that since the first... Hey, so now the ref's like, that cut's bad. Let's take a look at him. Mondo's like, come on, man. I was pitting that guy. Doc's like, can you see out of the eye? And Mondo's like, no. Okay, you're good. Do you care about your eye? No. Well, then, I can't disagree with a man's wish to become a Cyclops. You're going out. I'm so st fucking tired. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Sugar's gonna come out hard now. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, if Mondo can't back Sugar off, like, that's kind of what happens. Yeah. Uh, Mondo's also cut on the other eye now, so... Not just that left cut, but like has a right eye cut too. So he bleeding. Yeah, I don't know how many stitches Mondo gets because of this fight. I have to imagine it's. A few. Let me see. Let me see if I can find that. Well, this one's going on. Yeah, I have no idea. Whatever. Yeah, Sugar is, um... Yeah, Sugar's kind of bloody himself. I always forget where he's cut, but he's also... But, oh, damn. Mondo surprised him. 
God damn. Oh. Yeah, Mondo rallying hard. Oh. Yeah, both guys tough as shit, too. This has been a really bruising fight. Right, just in very, very different ways. Did Sugar just try to elbow him? <laughs> I don't think he did that on purpose. I think he was trying to uppercut him, but it kind of looks like he tried to do, like, an upwards elbow. Oh, dear. Yeah, God, Mondo looks bad. Believe it or not, though, this isn't my favorite fight of 1970. I think my favorite fight is actually um, my coworker Matt Joya's favorite fight um, ever. Uh, Ruben Olivares versus Chuco Castillo, too, which is, you know, one of the best, uh, I, I want to say, in fights ever. Yeah, but um, this is, a, this is a very good fight, though. This is a very good fight. What did one fight of the year? Or for 1970. It's going to be something... It's going to be something I disagree with. It's Monzone Beneventi? What? No. No. That's wrong. No. That's dumb. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I've struggled to say a lot of things here. I realize that again. I shouldn't have to apologize, but, you know. Um, yeah, so at this point, we're in the last round of the fight, and, well, yeah, kind of the same things have been happening. Both guys fainting, trying to figure out what the other's going to do, and then it kind of explodes. We occasionally get an insane, like, burst of violence from both guys, especially Sugar. Or Mondo attacks with, like, a flurry. But here, here it's kind of like the same like battle at distance between jabs. Yeah, just a really, really gritty fight between both guys, where neither guy is able to get the full advantage, but they still hurt each other consistently. Yeah, just a just a good fight. Nothing wrong with that. Ow. Yeah, Mondo, Mondo's been using an uppercut himself, like a distance to check hook him. Um, and then a distance surprise with that right, gets the clinch. Yeah, I think Mondo's kind of had the edge this round just by virtue of activity and the better shots and then, like, work off the lead hand. Sugar hasn't really built momentum, but, yeah. 
Um, very, very, very good fight. I don't think I can say more than I already have. I think it speaks for itself. Just a 10-rounder that everyone should see because it's really, really fun. I really want to know how many stitches Mondo had to get, though. Oh. If anyone can find that and DM it to me, I would be appreciated if you actually did. You know, it's not a big deal, but, you know, I'm morbidly interested. Because I'm trying to figure out, um, cut-wise how many stitches some guys have needed, but, you know, not a big deal. Mondo having the edge in the exchange and closing the door with that lead hook. Nice. Ooh, he kind of got caught hooking too much. A bit there, but yeah. Great fight, it finally done. Yeah. Oh god, look at Mondo's face. Jesus Christ, those cuts. So yeah, that was a very good fight. And the decision is Mondo is going to win. Um, and honestly, it should be closer than I think one or two judges have it. But yeah, that that's Mondo versus Sugar Ramos. Um... Very good fights I, I talked about today. Um, I I don't really have much else to say. Um, I don't really have anyone to work off of. Uh, I watched a good fight that I've never seen before. I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, and then I saw a fight that I kind of have seen before, but yeah, I, I'm just running out of steam. But um, you know what? Th this was fun. I hope you all enjoyed. Um, I, I like doing these, and if you have any requests, you can just DM me. And if you're not a part of our patron, though, I, I won't say take those requests. Uh, usually I like to have co-hosts with me, so if, like, you want something big like a Duran Leonard, um, probably going to save those for, like, co-hosts and stuff. And if you want me to do other combat sports, preferably not MMA, because we honestly produce so much content in MMA, we need content over other things. Um, you can just reach out, and, and hell, if you find good fights... Um, I'm the guy to hit up. You can DM me, and I can send you whatever I find anytime. Because, um, you know, we, we watch good fights. We like to be inspired by people who can give more than most of us can in spiritually bloody ways. But you know what? Um, Had fun. Thank you all for listening to this episode. If you stuck through or just watched it in parts, um, I hope you're all doing well. And t you take care now. Goodbye.